coming at you from North Jersey's premier wrestling podcast. This is The Animal House. How you doing? It's me, Nelly Cruz. And Anthony Gerardo. What's going on on the line here? We have Pete Gonzalez, trainer of champions. What's going How on? How you guys doing? We're all right. What's going on, Pete? How you been? Good. You uh, laying low, staying home, being safe, you know? Of course. Great. This is crazy, this virus out here. It's crazy. I heard, I'm hearing that they're closing up in New York, actually, now. Yeah, that's that's nuts. I can't believe that, you know, I mean, they got to do what they got to do to keep everyone safe. But Yeah, nobody nobody listens. People have to stay home. Yeah, this was a big weekend for us wrestlers, right? NCAAs. Yeah, it would have been a big weekend. Not a big weekend anymore. Nah. Uh, so let's get into this here. Uh, let me ask you a question, bud. How old were you when you started wrestling? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yeah, the two places I went to work out in is Fort Lee and uh, North Bergen. So you used to come to Fort Lee, right? I used to run to Fort Lee from Little Fern, New Jersey. Yeah, we go back, our families, we go back a long time, right? Yeah. What was it, Fort Lee uh, Rec? No, high school. Oh, you you would practice with the high school team before you were even in high school, right? Yeah, I used to walk out, run with a shop right bag with my wrestling shoes and my two sh- shorts and shirts. Why, who and did you know in Fort Lee? What's that? Who did you know in Fort Lee that you would run to Fort Lee? Um, Bob Sarone was on the team and and um, a couple of the two twins. I asked them if I could work out with them the following year. Off season, and uh, they said, yeah, Coach O'Brien's having a couple practices, and I went there when Coach O'Brien was the head coach. Yeah, and I used thing. to run there, and they, and, and they asked me, "How do I get there? How to get there?" And um, <laughs> so I ran. It's, go, de- it's dedication. You ran. You ran from Woodford to, to straight on the highway. Straight on the highway. It's crazy. Finally, I got my my teacher saw me on the highway one day. He picked me up my seventh grade my seventh grade uh, math teacher. He said, "Pete, I'll, I'll give you a ride. I'm going that way anyway." And meanwhile, I found out that he never even lived even close close to Fort Lee, but he would just do it because he knew on uh, he knew it the next day if he didn't drive me, I would just be on the highway running. Wow, that's pretty that's interesting. So you should have been in rec practicing with rec, with rec, but instead you were going to the high school practice practicing with the high schoolers, huh? I didn't know. I didn't know any, any about it. We didn't know. I, my first tournament was all my tournaments were in high school, when seventh grade. I never wrestled a kid my age. Hmm. That's wow! So I, so I lost my first two high school tournaments. I lost uh, three nothing, and then three to two, and then I was pissed off because I, you know, I it was I I I knew that was nerves. I I couldn't perform. Like I, like I did when I wasn't thinking about it, you know? And then once I won my first match, I kept telling myself, great, I feel great. I'm, I'm confident now. I don't I don't feel nervous anymore. And um, he goes, yeah, well, you can win your first tournament. I went, I, he goes, well, a couple of matches, you can, you can win the gold. And I was like, yeah, I'm excited. I go, I go let me know how many more matches. So the next match I win, I go, am I in the finals? Am I, am I going for the gold yet? He goes, no, you know, you still got two more matches. <laughs> so, um, so I was just uh, anxious to get that first gold, you know. And then uh, I wrestled a kid uh, in the semis who two went to the States with one leg. Kid Glasson from um, New Milford. And I had one leg. This guy, 
Did you play and any other? Back then, in the finals, I wrestled a kid that placed in the states, and Rob Wright, and uh, he was the next. He was, he was like right second in the state from Fairlawn. Third in the state from Fairlawn, yeah, Rob Wright, not right. Neil Wright. No, Neil Rob was a, Neil was when I was in high school, I think. Yeah, and uh, and I ended up beating him in the finals. Nice. Got my first gold medal. Then I won six straight tournaments directly after that. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh, me and you have something in common, obviously. Uh, our brothers used to coach both of us, correct? Yes. Let me ask you, how was it having your brothers coach you? It's the best. To me, it was the best. Uh, my brothers, you know, was like a father to me and, and everything, you know, in all sports, football, baseball, and wrestling. They all, the both were very involved, especially Howie. Howie, I was, you know, I was a catcher, so he... He was, a, he, you know, he was older and he was a pitcher, so he would practice pitching and I would practice catching and, and stuff like that. You know, were they hard on they you? Te- not, not, not with, the, not with the, all the other sports, football, uh, baseball. No, just wrestling. Right? Um, but but wrestling, they knew that I think I had to get me, get me to know a lot. Wrestling's comp- more complicated than, um, than technically more complicated than than the other two sports. Those two sports are. Came that came to me naturally because I started doing those since I was you know five. T ball, you know. Yeah, let me ask something. Was there a was there ever a time that you wanted to quit? Um, yeah, there's always a time that someone wants to quit, but um, I I wanted I wanted to win a lot faster, a lot more than I wanted to quit. <laughs> so uh, I changed that the mindset, and you know you do it when you're younger too. You just decide that no, <laughs> that guy's gonna have to kill me to beat me. You know, so yeah. that mentality, uh, I kept on saying that mentality to myself, and I believed it. So you said you played other sports, right, like baseball and... Uh, yeah, other... football, baseball, football, baseball, and wrestling. Yeah, so Just when did, grade. Well, do you remember what grade you um, quit the other sports and focused on wrestling? Yeah, I quit uh, football the year before I won the States. I went into my junior year, and then I switched to cross country. And uh, that year I did, I went through, you know. So it just goes to show you channel yourself and you focus. Oh, so you, uh, even in high yeah, school I'm, you played other sports? Yeah, yes. So you but have, I gave it up myself. So you had a lot I of success. You had a lot of success early in wrestling. Um, what? Let me ask you a question. What, what loss when you were young bothered you the most? When I was young and it bothered me most? I, I I think I wow it's hard to it's hard to hard to say to be, be honest with you but um are you talk about in high school or when I was younger seventh grade no nah, your younger years before high school seventh grade um I don't remember the kid that I I, I lost to but I, I think I think it was one of the um uh, I lost to Kelly Gene uh Kelly from um, West Essex Pasca I think it was from Pasca Kill no. Oh. This one's from this one, Scott Kelly. Scott Kelly. Okay. I lost to him six five. He was a returning region finalist, a region champ and region finalist. He was wow. a senior, and I was only in seventh grade. Damn. And I lost him by one point. Yeah. So that that was the day uh, that that I lost to the semis to him. That's why I was uh, very upset. Um, I lost to the semis. He ended up going on to Russell Donnie Spataro in the finals, and they had an overtime match that I think Donnie Spataro won. Wow! So you had two region champions in the in the in the, in the tournament. So nobody ever avoided each other when you when I was my age. Even even though when they knew I was seventh grade, they knew 
they knew I was the real deal. They knew they had to be ready. Yeah, no one was ducking anyone back then. You came to wrestle. No, no one's ducking. Exactly. Nobody moved weight classes and this and that. Nah, if you were, you were going after the better kid. Yep. Yep. So, yep. I'm assuming you uh, won states in elementary school, like 7th, 8th grade states? No, I never, I never wrestled my age. Ever. You used to get exhibition matches, won. right? No. Oh. My exhibition matches were high school kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Before the high school matches, you would get Yeah, yeah. I used matches. to go to matches and see if they had uh, an extra kid to wrestle, um, what do you call it, um, what do you call it, before the matches. Yeah, I remember. Why didn't you go to Little yeah, Kid States, though? You were too good? No, my, my brothers never knew anything. They, you know, you got to remember, my, both my brothers are immigrants, Colombians, and they didn't really know what was out there for, for wrestling, you know? They, they, they knew baseball and they knew football. They didn't inside out but they didn't know anything about wrestling except for Tony did do two years of wrestling in high school so my brother said hey listen your gym teacher wants to talk to you about wrestling and he figured my gym teacher would know wrestling my gym teacher was a basketball superstar when he was in high school and he and he taught us all basketball <laughs> so he goes listen I'll take you to tournaments though mm-hmm. there's one in my town a fair one and that was like actually that was my first high school tournament that was my first high school tournament. It wasn't um, the one I won was um, Berkeley Community. I went Never to fair one, one, and I was the fair one when I lost three to two. That was my second. That was my actually second my time I wrestled high school. Wrestled my two matches. Tell us two about uh, tell us about your high school career. What about uh, my high school? Yeah, what was your I record? Lost, uh, what was your record in high school? Uh, uh, hundred, hundred nine, six and one. I lost three times as a freshman. I had a bad freshman year. Wow, that's a bad so, freshman year. Three losses. Six and one. You had what? One yeah. draw. I had lost three times as a freshman. Twenty, uh, twenty and twenty and three. I think it was as a freshman. What was your biggest win? Then I was twenty-two as a sophomore. What was your biggest it's win 30, in high school? My biggest win is Hans Hauser, junior world champion, three-time junior world champion, and a three-time um, junior, national champion. All right, I'm going to bring you back a second. I'm going to ask you if you remember a story. Prior. These, and these, are, these are not age groups. These are, these are everybody. Yeah. Back then, Where did you wrestle? Then, I wrestled in, um, in, in like, first uh, state finals. Oh, state finals? I wrestled, yeah, I wrestled them in a state consolation the year before. I was winning 11 6 and he threw me. Uh, he got caught me in a, a big um, throw. And that was actually, uh, I was a highway. You know, from that time on, I said, I'm going to come back to it next year. I don't care who, where this guy goes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat this guy because I had him beat. Yeah. I remember prior to that match, I don't know if you remember this, but you, you've you been to my house several hundred times. Uh, yeah. You remember we were playing in the back room. We were playing video game. Remember? You were, you yeah. were, you told me to be Hanshauser. <laughs> Hanshauser? Yeah. You don't remember that? We were in the back room there playing Atari. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember playing the video games. I never really played too many of those things. I did play the electronic football game with my brother Howie. At my go, house. Go, go, go. I don't, know. That's funny. Like, so, yeah. what did you place your freshman year? Did you place? My freshman year, I lost um, first round to a guy named Juan Ballet. I never forget it because I, I beat him in the summertime, and I could beat him. And I was. So nervous that my brother Howard wasn't there to warm me up. He was my he, he was my guy that warmed me up mentally and physically. You know, he pulled me aside and, and 
know, make sure you got you know, like thin legs. I got my arm drags, got my forehead locks, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was nowhere to be found. Uh, um, my freshman year, he was stuck in traffic, or whatever, and I, I just let anxiety build up, and, and, and no excuses, but that that threw me off right there. No, yeah, that happens to a lot of people when they're not with the coach who they're used yeah. to having. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. So let me ask you, what was your worst loss? Do you remember your worst loss, the one you took the hardest? Uh, the, the hardest, the hardest, of course, was my my uh, my senior year in the semifinals against. Uh, uh, his name uh, from um, uh, Whitmer, Jesse Whitmer, not Jesse Whitmer, not Jesse Whitmer. Um, that's what Jesse Whitmer called. Same name, last name, no. Whitmer uh, was a kid from um, down by Union over there, which is one of those high schools over there. I forget, but he ended up beating me. I was winning. I was winning like nine nothing, and I said, "Well, let me let me state myself for the finals." So I kind of put the brakes on and. Next thing I know, uh, he gets out and he gets, the referee gives him a takedown on the, on the edge and they'll put him back into the match. It was crazy. And um, people were throwing things on a, on a, on a mat on a mat and everything. <laughs> but he ended up, he ended up tying me and um, ended up losing that match. So you never save anything. I never learned a hard lesson. Never save anything for tomorrow. Because there, there may no be there no beat though tomorrow. True. So what did you, you know face I mean? your senior year? I took fourth as my sophomore year. My senior, my, my junior year, I took third. Ended up taking, uh, came back for third. That's when Whitmer, Whitmer upset me. Not, no matter of fact, that Whitmer, Whitmer was a close match. I'm, I'm lying. My, uh, the eight nothing, the nine nothing match I was winning was my sophomore year against the returning state champion in the semis. I made the semis three times. And back then, it was only like three guys that, that won the states. Like, uh, three guys that won the state three times ever, and I was in the semis three times. So you took fourth. So first, pretty impressive coming third. out of a small town. Yeah, I took um, yeah sophomore. I took fourth, first, third. Got it. So now let me ask yep. something. I just seen that you got inducted into the Hall of Fame for college. Yeah, congrats. Yes. Congrats Thank on you. that. You want to elaborate on that a little? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know. It's, you know, these good guys got by, and I was seeing all these uh, people getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. And that I got inducted in my high school Hall of Fame, by the way. But I never really, uh, nobody, I, I guess people just assumed that I, I was uh, uh, inducted with all my accomplishments, you know? But nobody, uh, one guy goes like, Pete, I was at the, the, the National Coaches Convention. Thousands of people go to, thousands of coaches from all over the country go every year. It's an out for, out. Portland, Florida, and I remember coaching you against when you wrestled against Japan, and I was I was the uh, um, team team leader and team captain of the U.S. I go, yeah, and I, I, I told the guy, yeah, I remember, that. I don't I don't forget that. And he was, he was, I go, you mean of the Hall of Fame? So he actually asked me, and he told me, you you're, you're only you're one of three guys that are six time All Americans. There's only three ever in the history of the sport. I go, how's that possible? He was well when he we got rid of the Division Two, Division Three schools. There's nobody else can ever be an All American, a multiple time All American, or national champions. But you can, you can, you, you and Monaco and and another guy, Carlson Hosser, is a professional football player. I know, I know Carlson very well. I, I used to we used to compete for an outstanding wrestler. That was our goal when we went into tournaments. 
both of our goals was to get outstanding wrestler. My wow. goal was to pin my way through. My way was to pin my way through, and his way, you know, he wanted to get outstanding wrestler. In my senior year, I said, you're not going to get any of these trophies, any of these MVPs, because I'm going to take them all. And at five tournaments I went to, five tournaments I got outstanding wrestler in the pin trophy. Let me ask you something. My, and, yeah. Who was the best kid you beat in college? Uh, wow. I would say, I, I would say, cause I didn't know, I, I didn't know, I never thought I beat him, but it did beat him, um, was Kendall Cross. He beat me eight to nine my first time around when he won the Sunkiss Kids. He beat the, uh, Sergey Small, returning two-time world champion from, uh, Russia. So that was the tournament, uh, I ended up taking third or fourth. But then another one was, um, we wrestled was, uh, it was out in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. It's called the Grand Prix, U.S. Grand Prix, and that's where I ended up edging out um, Kendall. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't remember really remember until he brought it up himself. But uh, that's probably the best guy. Um, uh, Ken uh, um, Ken Churto, a fierce competitor as well. We went back and forth, forced uh, like seven times, and we, we both argued that I beat him four times and he beat me three times. But okay. he says he beat me four times and I beat him three times. <laughs> Which I pinned him, I pinned him at um, New York Athletic Club after in the finals. He was an R Olympian, and um, I pinned the Olympic gold medals in the semifinals. Sato from Japan. Nice. So that's why the best guys uh, I wrestled right there. If you can go back all, and wrestle all, all, all three, all three of those guys. If you can go back and if wrestle I go back, anyone. If I can go back. Anyone, I would, I would go with Tom Vance because I had him beat and I really did beat him in the match. And he was stalling. And uh, I, I, you know, I told him, you're not going to have Marco come transfer to, to Iowa unless you tell tell him that you stalled, stalled against me. <laughs> Jay Gable, that, uh, and so he eventually admitted that he, he um, you know, was being tactical. I knew you were going to so, say that name. I knew it. Yeah. So that's the one that eats you out. But uh, I saw him at the Princeton, um, I saw him at the Princeton uh, tournament. Um, Iowa against Princeton. So it was great. It was great. It was great. 1989. Oh, I remember you like it was yesterday. He was, who's this? Your nephew? Your nephew? Oh, man. Your uncle was a bad dude. <laughs> and and uh, it was nice. And I go, yeah. But you beat me. Let's, bottom line, you beat me. <laughs> let's switch it a little bit. If there was, was there anyone that you would not want to wrestle? Uh, no, never. Never in my life. Uh, I always had older brothers. They were always bigger, 195, 200 pounds. So I would, I would wrestle them all the time. By the time I was a sophomore, uh, even being a lightweight, I was able to t technically beat my brothers. So, you know, those are big. Those are those to me. My two brothers were the toughest guys I I knew. Of course. You know, so uh, I knew there was nobody else out there. I didn't fear anybody, but but my but my, my brothers. Different time back then. You know, a lot of kids were tough yep. back then. Everyone was pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you, just, you know, same thing. I always tell everybody: you know, you find out who the tough guy is in the backyard. You know, or at the field or behind VFW. With me and my best friend used to go. Uh, Dan McNamara was the only um, Irish family in the ta in Little Ferry. Uh, my t my Gonzalez was the only Spanish family in the, in the, in the town. So we go, Tommy, Frankie, you and your brother behind VFW. You know, so we, every Wednesday, every Wednesday, we'll have a big fight. You know, <laughs> so back to back. It like was West great. Side Story. Yeah, I know, but this is for real. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
that was that was actually fun. Actually, you don't see kids uh, go to the park and mess around or anything like that anymore. Uh, unfortunately, with all these computer stuff, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so Petey, tell us exactly what you place every year in in college. You know, back then, you would, if you if you won D three, yeah. you would be able to go to D two nationals. Yeah, they don't. Right? They don't. They don't. They don't do that. They haven't done that since my senior year. We were right. grandfathered in. They actually told the classes. Um, so my freshman year in 1986, they they uh, told the class that, that we're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna grandfather you guys because they're not gonna allow Division Two, Division Three anymore going on to Division One tournament. And so, are you kidding me? Scary about it. We'll be out of there tomorrow if we, we couldn't go. To, if we couldn't win a national championship and, and qualify. And that's a tough qualifier. I think one of the toughest qualifiers in the country is definitely. Big Ten, no doubt about it. But the Division Three National Championship to be the be the actually the man and the best. That's t- that's a tough that's a tough one. You have to actually win to go on to Division One. So you know to make it easier for us, we never really thought about that. We just thought about Division One. So my freshman year, I was ranked third in third in the country as a freshman behind uh, Jimmy Martin, the guy I lost three to two in the opening uh, postseason. Uh, preseason opening preseason, I lost from three two, and I was the number three guy in the country, as a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. So that's that's huge because we, in our schedule, we had half our schedule was Division one schools to get us meant to get us battle tested, make sure we were ready, mm-hmm. and we did, did that. It worked out well because we won the national championship at, at Division three as my freshman year. It was held in New Jersey. It was held in uh, Trenton. College, uh, College of New Jersey, it's called now, but it was Trenton College, the Trenton University at the time was it was called, and uh, that year I took uh, second, losing um, six five to um, a, a past Olympian, former Olympian Sean Sheldon, who happened to be the Olympic Greco-Roman coach to this day, U.S. coach to this day since I, since he's got done competing in college and Olympic level. He became the uh, Greco-Roman assistant, head assistant coach, a Greco-Roman, and he's still here. Yeah, so he did the final scroll before the final scroll was existed. Yeah. I, I could have stalled, I could have circled, could have stayed away from him, but I took a bad shot, and he jumped jumped right over me before That's the final right. scroll was invented, uh, and he caught my ankle, and I still had a wizard, but I ended up scoring and winning the match. But all I had to do is all I had to do is circle or hand fight. But I was a freshman, so he was a world-class wrestler, and um, he had the uh, experience to have some composure, composure. And I, you know, being over-anxious, I said, you know what, like aggressiveness got me here. Let me use my aggressiveness and get to his legs and score. Just keep scoring. And that was a bad strategy, and it cost me the match. So I took second as a freshman, so I, I wasn't able to go to... Uh, the national tournament that year, they gave it to the guy in my, in my weight class that was a senior. So they voted on it and they gave it to the senior. Mm-hmm. So my sophomore year, my sophomore year again, coming in third ranked in the country, um, dominating everybody, pinning, taking to my goal. My brother Tony told me I had to pin and, and go for the pin all the time. So I always trained to dominate, always trained to try to get the fall eventually. The ultimate, the ultimate touchdown in, um, the touchdown in wrestling, you know, touchdown in wrestling is is pinning, submitting someone on their back for uh, two seconds, you know. Yeah. 
So then my soft, uh, my sophomore year um, at the national tournament, my third in the country again, and I got caught in a five-point move. My coach comes up to me. This is a good lesson for the kids. So listen to your coach. Listen to the guy that has experience, has been in the corner, that um, knows, knows how to give you feedback about the other wrestlers you're wrestling. And he goes, Pete, listen, I just want to give you a heads up about this guy you wrestling. Cause I'm, I was dominating everybody. And he, he you know, it's just like a, the quarters, second, uh, yeah, it's quarters, second match of the NCAA is Division Three. He goes, this guy has a Granby. Tell me, the other guy, coach, I'm, I'm not going to get, I know what a Granby, I know what a Granby is. I'm not going to get caught in a Granby. Hmm. But I didn't let the coach finish. And I said, tell coach, I'm not going to, I just want to wrestle my style. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about this guy doing a Granby on me. But he never told me he was standing, standing Granby. Standing like a cartwheel up in the air and, and reaches in for the leg, catches the, catches the leg, catches the arm, and sits back for it, uh, sits back for it. I ended up losing that match by a point with a 10 seconds left with the, with the, with the standing thing. I was so upset. That was the most disappointment, disappointed I've ever been in my life when wrestling at that time. I was crying. Was it doing me or the NCAA tournament? No, n- national tournament. National Division, Division Three National Tournament. So that was your the Division Three National Tournament. They give you the same trophies. They give you the same medals, uh, trophies, outstanding uh, wrestlers. They give you the same things they give you in Division One. So it's pretty cool. That was your you know sophomore I mean? year, though. Uh, yeah, that's my sophomore year. So what did you take and third? I took third. I had to, I had to fight back five to six matches. I stayed underneath the bleachers. I told Tom John Monaco because he was the oldest guy on the team. He was our captain on the team. I go, listen, just tell me when I get out there. I'm not even going to warm up. I don't want anyone. Pete, you're going to have to warm up. You know, you can't just throw in the, you can't just throw in the towel. I go, I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm going to beat the shit out of every one of them. So I went out there, beat the shit out of all of them, pinned them. Nice. Pinned my way, pinned my way back. So, and, um, and I realized, you know, you learn a hard lesson. Hard lesson, you have to really listen, take some time to listen to your coach because everybody sees coach. something differently. Yeah, yeah, everybody sees something a little different that might be able to help you, you know? So that was that, was that year. My uh, junior year, I won it, and I won it. It was my senior. Both and then years you won D2? Dominated. You have to go to D2 after that, right? My Division one. yeah, I won. No, I won Division three. Um, at, at my junior year. That year, I should have taken third in the NCAA's Division one. I lose 6-5 uh, to a guy, Stokes. Uh, from North Carolina, the only guy that's ever matched my strength. Uh-huh. I was always stronger than everybody. So um, he was the only guy I had a trouble finishing. I had, I had a fireman's carry right to his back, and I held him there. And you should see it on the video, but the, ref, the referee didn't give me any back points, and he was flat on his back. How are you so strong, and Pete? Did you lift a lot? I, I was, I was, yeah, I always, lifted, I always lifted. Seventh grade, at seventh grade, I started lifting. Um, my, my brother's Got tired of me lift, trying to lift their weights. <laughs> their weights. I made my own weights. Actually, Harry will tell you that story one day. Um, I cut. I, I I got tire rotors, and I got a big, big long um, tree stem, and I I shaved it off so it fit both ends. I made my little little, little curling bar and press bar. So he goes, "Okay, we got to get this kid some weights before he kills himself." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because it. So when uh no. when you won NCAA's your uh, D three NCAA's your junior you went you go straight to D one nationals yes yeah and then what did you and place I was doing, there I took I took seventh I lost 
I lost in the quarters uh, before the semis to Wall Stokes, Michael Stokes from North Carolina. What did he take and that year? I, that year he took second. He, he lost to Kendall Cross in the finals. Wow. But the kid I the kid I beat first round fourteen to fourteen to three was Kid Waters from Wyoming. That kid took third. Wow. That kid that took took fourth. I'm sorry, he took fourth and lost by one point to uh, the kid from um, Chip Parks from Arizona State. That kid I had I was beating five nothing. I got a pinched nerve. First time I ever got a, a serious injury was actually on the mat. Was my arm? I couldn't even move it. I couldn't even like barely even hold it up, and I was saying I was winning five nothing, trying to keep him, keep keep it, um, keep me from losing the match. He ended up tying the match, and then he won three to one overtime. So that that was that was critical for me. To they didn't get hurt. I was going to beat Chips Parks, and I was should have taken third. It would have set me up for an NCAA title the following year, my senior year. So what did you do? I senior? that. My senior year, I took fifth in the country. You won the uh, three mid- nationals and then you took fifth. Yeah, I lost. I lost none. Lost to. Uh, I lost. I lost uh, to Kendall. Not Kendall. I lost to um, Tom Branson in the consolation semis, three to two. And that was a match that I, that I know I won. I, I you know. Oh no, I'm sorry. It says three one on on on. on uh, if you look up, uh, Google it. It says two one or three one, whatever. Two, three, it's one point match, but I had to let them up to let them up to beat him because they weren't going to call him stolen. Mm-hmm. So I know the match was three four to three, the real score was four to three. So what did he take yeah. that year? That year he took third. Okay, he took third in the country. And tell us a little. That bit year more. we had. What were you gonna say? It, that year we had five national champions on the podium. Yeah, Kendall Cross on top. He, he's a national champion. You had, uh, you had um, Tom Brands, who was a national champion. He took third. He had the returning national champion, who well, lost to the year before, 3-2, to two, Jimmy Martin. Jimmy Martin um, was on the podium, so that's another national champion. See what I'm talking about? These guys don't run away Crazy from each other. Five guys, five guys, and out of the five guys, two of them were Olympic champions, Kendall Cross and Tom Brands. So it's, uh, I like that. I like it. For me, for, for me, I like the bracket. What year was that? You know? Uh, it's 1989. Oh, can we find any of these matches? Yeah, no, you can, you can, you can Google it. You can show it all on paper. But a lot of these matches were VHS. Back then, they used to put a VHS tape into the. Before anyone started, you put a VHS down, and then you take that tape. That tape goes on to, you know, somewhere, somewhere out there, somebody has great data, you know. Yeah. So, but, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about? Um... After college, how many more years did you wrestle after college until you? I, uh, I wrestled close to almost, um, close to almost uh, ten years. Ten years after uh, college. 1990, yeah, nineteen ninety-five. That's why we were the oldest, oldest wrestlers on Fox Checker. Um, Dave Schultz, Mark Schultz, myself, Dave, Dan Shade, uh, Ed Geese, who called me yesterday, two days ago, congratulate me. Um, Ed Geese was uh, number two guy behind Tete uh, Jones. He was the second alternate. First okay, so alternate. You were, first at, alternate. you were a fox catcher with Dave? Yes. Dave Schultz uh, picked me on a team after I got a standing roster and a pin trophy at the uh, New York Athletic Club. Um, 
he asked me, I know you 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 wrestle for New York, uh, New York Athletic Club, and I know you live close around here. I just want to ask you a question. If you'd be interested in coming down to Foxcatcher uh, uh, Club down in Pennsylvania, my brother and I, we you know we get some of the best guys in the country uh, training, trying to be Olympians, trying to you know be world champions and all that kind of stuff. I go, I go, I told him he had me at a hello. So Dave, you don't you don't have to try to sell yourself. I, he was my favorite wrestler to ever watch. <laughs> like just like Jerry Maguire in in that in that movie, you know? Yeah. He had me at, he had me at a whole hour. He goes he goes, I am just I'm just glad that you're even interested in me. He goes, Yeah, you just you just pin the Olympic gold medal in the semifinals, Sato. And that guy's that guy's gonna make the Olympic team again and has a, a good chance to uh get go get the gold at the one twenty five and a half. And he moved up. He moved, he couldn't hold his weight anymore. He moved up to wrestle at the New New York Athletic Club. And pinned him and then uh, went on to uh, Pin Kinchurto in the, in the finals. Yeah, so you were always a, you were always like around one twenty five around there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the way class. I always wrestled, but I, I except for like open tournaments, you know, there's there were more open tournaments back in the day. So I would go, I'd wrestle my weight and and upper weight. So I wrestled two weight classes at a time so I can get enough matches in, so I can get enough. More, more reps. In, so, you know? what was the deal with Foxcatcher? Did they pay you at all, or it was just free yeah. training? No, they paid every, they paid everything for me, everything. Yeah, they, John Dupont was actually good, very, very good to me, very generous to my family. And um, yep, it was nice. the I with my brother, and uh, he, he everything I wanted, everything I asked for, every every time I asked, he he gave it to me. You know, the guy just started losing his mind because he started using. I, I noticed that he started, you know. I can tell he's using drugs. He had needle marks behind his legs and all that kind of stuff. He was talking to himself, hallucinating and all that kind of stuff. So I knew. So we told this to um, to Mr. Monaco. Mr. Monaco says, oh, man, I don't want you guys there being there during the week from Monday to Fridays anymore. I want you you guys just to go down on Friday, Sunday, Sunday, and come back on Monday. Um, and, of course, the competition, you guys compete for them. But I, I, he, he saw it coming. So he wow. told us not to, yeah. So that's why you. Terrible. So that's what you did. You followed his, uh, his uh, recommendation. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's he's the one that actually got us to to the first original edge in uh, in Bluefield because we uh, we would train with each other and train in the basement. We were the original edge guys, and we trained some kids privately. And eventually, we Mr. Monaco said, "Listen, I got a place, a small place we rent out to 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 match on there. Has has a little viewing room where the parents can." Sit and watch, and you guys can have the key. Yeah, started yeah. in Ernie's basement. Yeah, yeah. No, it's in, not, it was in Mr. 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 Monaco's uh, yeah, house. Yeah, uh, that was. Basement. Yeah, that was in that yeah. was in Nutley. Yeah, I yeah, remember. Was, I was one of the yeah, first. Yeah. I was one of the first ten kids that went there. It's in Nutley, but it's like three blocks away from Bloomfield, where yeah. our uh, where our first uh, edge was. Yeah, twelve of Route Three back there. Yeah, so he gave us. Some, each of us a key to, so we can go in there and work out with each other because we can go into college. Obviously, you gotta do extra workouts besides working out with your college division three school team. Mr. Monaco knew, you know, we have to do the extra. We have to lift. We gotta, you know, gotta do the extra workouts with the kids. You work out with the kids. Work out with the best kids. Make these kids good enough to train with you guys. And that, that was the motivation. If you know, that we had uh, five guys, six, uh, five guys in the finals. Uh, uh, four guys win the state title, you know. Nice. So that, that was nineteen eighty eighty six. First, a real group of kids that we trained, 
and then we it came together. I played with Carl since seventh grade after I beat won uh, that that tournament in uh, in um, Greenley. His brother asked me, "How oh, oh, yeah, we got a we got a brother your age? We got to hook you guys up." And we got together. So ever since we've been together since seventh grade. They should bring that tournament back. They don't have it anymore. Which one is that? Burton Community College. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely. I never definitely. won that. I never won that tournament ever. As many tournaments as many tournaments you can have in our area be, be great. You know? Yeah, of course. I, I don't think we have enough of uh, but the ones we do now they're getting they're busy and stuff like that. It's good. Like we had the North Jersey Duels uh, two years in a row, so that was all sold out. We had plenty of teams there. That's good stuff. What high school did you wrestle for again? Richfield Park. Richfield oh, yeah. Park. And they didn't have a Bergen County tournament when you were in high school. No, my 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 um. My brother didn't get there until the 82, even though he was there as a student teacher. He coached me in the 82, was officially when he was my coach. And they didn't allow, they didn't allow, um, they didn't, they didn't want to listen to a student teacher to get these kids to go to Bergen, go to the Bergen, uh, what's that called? Um, Bergen Christmas tournament, you know? Um, cause they, you know, they didn't expect anybody to do well, so now it's going to play whatever you pay for a team, $500, $400. They didn't want to pay for it. Got you. You know? So how yeah. long so were you fresh, a fox catcher for? My freshman, year, my freshman year, the guy that won it is the guy I beat, Rob Wright, uh-huh. the guy from Fairlawn. Hello? Yeah. Yes. What was the question? How long were you a fox catcher for? So I stayed there just before 1995. The one year before. I said, you know, we we stopped our training. We we got pulled down to there, Mr. Monaco, call Monaco myself. How long were you there for, though? Years, many years. Wow. Like, almost almost ten years. Yeah. Wow, ten years, no yeah. way. And I, you know, I I've got to remember, I I was one of the guys that actually was real close to John Dupont. I stayed at the, the main main house. So you lived on the on the estate yeah. for ten yeah. years. When I was living there, finally, I told I told John, I was John, I was since, since Mark. Um, Mark had a, a girlfriend at the time, whatever, maybe his wife at the time, you know. But um, um, so he, you know, had a, another place to, to live on on the farm. So I stayed in the bungalow in that one that the one house, the safe house, had every living president's picture in the house. They had all these beautiful china china uh, china wear and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you could press buttons and. and uh, things will fall down and and, and, and safe house. It'll be safe, safe house to house, you know. Oh. Bundled down the house, yeah, pretty well. And I had my own, I had my own, um, my own, um, he allowed me to have my own, he loved me so much, he allowed, allowed me to have my own um, cook, this woman. She would cook for me. And oh, I'd send her home at like wow. 11 o'clock. Yeah. That sounds nice. So whenever I, whatever I wanted, she, she'd make up for me. So you won the, yeah. you won the, the open, right? The U.S. Open or something. Yeah, that was my fourth time. That was no, that was my fourth time. I won the New York Athletic Club Open, Open tournament. It's called the Bob Ferrer Open now. Oh, the, yep, yep, the Ferrer yeah, Open. Yeah, I was. In, I was in the finals. Actually, I lied. I was in the finals four times. Why not? Won it three times. An outstanding wrestler, um, and pin trophy the same year. What was so, your uh, What was your favorite takedown? <laughs> um. Like the thing is, I used to have my favorite 
picked out when I was younger was a farmer's carrot because the beat the back is five points, you know. You know, yeah. so you, I really like I really like that a lot because next you know you text texting a guy, you get on, you know, trap on gut, and next you know match is over. So that was always good for the free, freestyle. Um, my 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 college shot would be a high crotch, and I would alternate high crotch to single legs. So when I can't get the high crotch on one side, I'll attack the opposite side and. And people haven't started doing that until like five years, five years in now. Now you hear the commentators say, "Wow, this wrestler's great. He's actually attacking both sides of the body." Well, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I was I was taught I was trained by my brother to do both because my brother Tony was a lefty, so he taught me everything lefty before I got in high school as a seventh grader. So when I went to high school, all my other coaches in high school were teaching me righty. Everybody, everybody in the room is doing righty. So. I I picked up being ambidextrous, so I when I taught all my all students like you know Frankie Cagnina, uh, you Lewis, um, Mike Gray, sides, I taught them baby. how to I taught I taught them how to attack both sides of the body and both I sides. taught them how to drill and taught them how to drill. I taught you how to drill on both sides of the four, body, right? For each side, right? Yep, for each side, for consecutive. Four consecutive shots on each side, so you can master the skill. Were you a right you leg lead or a left leg lead? No, I didn't know any. To the day, even to this day, sometimes I don't even. I'm not that I'm dumb or anything like that, but saying that, like, I don't even know the difference. You know what I mean? Wow! It's, it's, so you were just switching it up. You must have been switching yeah. it up, huh? Yeah, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable both. Yeah. Oh wow! That's yeah. That's where all should all kids should try and get to. You know, being able to yeah. do both. Yeah. What's uh? What's so, your what's your funniest wrestling story? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's. I, I'm sure my friends can answer that question. I've been, <laughs> I've been, uh, been blessed with some funny guys in my life, so it's really cool. Yeah, you're a funny um, guy. Oh, yourself, you're a funny guy. I think. I think. I tell you. I tell you once. You can. You can. You know. Uh, Bill Bajaki. You know he is. Yeah, of course. You, you would like to hear this? It, 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 this iPod story. We're at, we're at a tournament. I'm coming back. I said, listen, we're going to have some ice cream. And he got upset because I, 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 I warned him. I'm, they call me Messy Marvin for a reason. We're taking these cones inside the car. Why don't we just take our time and eat it out here? They didn't want to. They want to get home right away after the tournament. I said, all right, because I used to hitch, hitch rides to these tournaments. So me, Bill uh, Jakin, and Pete, Pete the Greek were in the car. Uh, Andy, uh, uh, Andy Leonard. Um, Mucho, Gary Mucho. So they're older, and I'm I'm a young guy, you know. So I'm like, all right, all right. So I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be neat, but I, I can't promise anything. Next thing, no, he's like stopping, boom. Next thing, no, oh shit. I figured the cold falls off. I put my ice cream. I'm trying to put my ice cream. He's getting all upset and pissed off. And so, I'm, so I pick it up, I scoop it up, I still can eat it. I'm trying to eat it, and, I, and so he tries to take pushing him in his face. So I took it, took it, smashed it on his face. Next thing you know, it's all over the car, on top of the ceiling, on top of the, it was everywhere. And we all just started laughing. <laughs> so we all, we all chipped in and it cleaned, cleaned it up afterwards once we got, once we got close to the home. I remember you telling was, me, I remember you telling me a story. I don't remember exactly what it was, but. <laughs> but that's a good wrestling story because it's a bunch, bunch of great friends that are having a good time, you know? Yeah. You remember this story about you sleeping underneath a car or something like that? Yeah, yeah I, 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 that, those type of stories I had done many times. I've done many crazy things like that. <laughs> but you want me to tell? You, would you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me about that one because I forgot about uh, it. This is Monaco's lived in um, 
lived in Nelly. You know, uh, I would take the bus to um, Nelly the night before because if we were going to a tournament together, I'd have to sleep over. So I got there late. Something happened. The bus was late. I missed the bus, whatever. Somehow, I make a long I was able to get there. But at the time, they had German Shepherds. Like us, <laughs> when, you grow, when we grew up, we had German Shepherds in Littlefoot. And then my brother switched from German Shepherds to Dobermans. He loved Dobermans more. So make a long story short, um, I couldn't knock, the, knock on the door because the dog would go crazy and wake up the whole family. The sisters, the brothers, the Monaco, the Monaco. And um, so I didn't want to do that. And I said, well, listen, if I can sleep somewhere out here, you know, in the backyard, I'm looking for looking for, to get in there. All the cars are locked. And I'll, I'll, I'll sleep like in, like on the grass, whatever, whatever I have to do, you know. I'm not going to go all the way home. I'm not going to miss this. I'm not going to miss this tournament. You know, nice big tournament we were all excited about going to, you know. And um, so it started drizzling a little bit. And I, I, I just rolled myself underneath the van that we, we take to go to the tournaments. That's great. So I'm, uh, <laughs> so I'm underneath the van, and I, believe it or not, I felt pretty good. And there was a cat. There was a, there, they must have had a cat or a local cat, a cat mm-hmm. curled up by me. I just held the cat and, you know, just like fell asleep, you know. <laughs> And the next day, I hear voices and people slamming doors and putting bags into, into the, and putting bags into the, oh my God, I go, I can't believe this. Could you believe Pete never made it here? Is he coming in the morning? Anybody know if he's coming in the morning? Mr. Monaco saying this and that. And then it gets this, no man, this is the first, this, this is the first. He's going to miss, he's going to miss, he doesn't, he doesn't miss anything. He doesn't miss practices, he doesn't miss tournaments, he doesn't miss nothing, this guy. <laughs> I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, yeah, even Pete Gonzalez will miss the tournament here and there. And somebody said, you know, and I rolled over. I go, hell no, I'm ready to go to the tournament. Go, baby. <laughs> so they, well, I, I, I rolled out, grabbed, grabbed the ankle, grabbed John Monaco's ankle. So oh. There was like scared shit. Like, oh my God, oh my God. We were, I go, listen, it was, I had to do what I had to do. I had to sleep underneath the car. You said, what? You just did that just now last night. No, I was sleeping last night. Where's my kitty cat? <laughs> where, where, where's that kitty cat? Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Pete, you, you remember this story when we were driving to the Ohio Tournament Champions with me, Lewis, uh, Howie, probably Liliana, Joseph Johnson, and you and me were in the back, and you wanted to lay down, and I wanted to lay down too, so I just laid down in the trunk on top of all the luggage and went to sleep. I believe you. That would be a first. <laughs> Uh, it was a great that's, time sleeping on top of the pile, losing weight, just waiting to get to weigh crazy. seven hours. The one time I lost five pounds, don't lie, that's how we, five pounds, all the luggage. I said, gee, we got to put everybody in. I don't know who, who was. We end up taking like the most, I probably that tournament, tournament of champions, like six hour drive. Cleveland, yeah, it was like seven hour drive, whatever it was. Yeah. And we take brakes, gasoline brakes, and it's happened. Dude, I lost like six pounds. I stepped out of the scale, I was like, oh my God. I went inside and everybody got some on the sky. So I said, let me see how much I weigh. Whoa, I lost six pounds. <laughs> Crazy. What did, you, uh, but, what did you used to do to prepare mentally? Uh, well, mentally, I, to me, to me um, I always thought that, for me, to get ready mentally, it was easy, easier for me to do that. You know, um, you know, I sacrificed much training and, 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 and mind, you know, just commitment and hard work and, I just remind myself all the things I've done to, to get to that point. 
and uh, you know, take it out on, on my opponents. Nice. You know, so it was easy. It was easy to get me jacked up and ready to battle. What song uh, used no to way. get you jacked up, though? What song really gets? Oh, song. Yeah, what? Oh, gets I had you many going? different songs. My my brother, my brother Howie had a couple of different songs. You wouldn't know. I know them. It's one of them was called uh, um, uh, "Keep It Up." Guys, let me know you can have what you want, be what you want. Guys, let me know. Of you course, can have I know that song. <laughs> yeah, that song. So that's one of them. Uh, that was one of my 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 best. If you have a goal, set it in your mind. Say this: this shall be mine. Nice. Was, I, just, I just believed every word of it. You know. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, that's that's the key. If you if you want to convince yourself or or you know, people say fake yourself out. Doctor Gilbert says, you know, act as if, act as if you're a champion, act as, act as if you're you're the best. You know, and that's truly what the key was for my career. Tell us a little uh, bit about Gonzo training. Where is it? What are your hours? It's um, well, right now we're actually held held down now. Right now, out of state, of course old gyms and all that kind of stuff. So right now, just uh, I taught my wrestlers on the phone. You know, try to try to do push-ups, pull-ups, things that you could. I've always did when I was younger. You know, and and uh, do a deck of cards. Um, uh, you can you can you know play tug of war if you have a rope. You know, with your brothers or whatever, play, play tug of war with them. Um, you can hand fight. You can do shadow drills. So much you can do for wrestling at home. Right. Um, yeah. So many things you can do. Where's your club located at? Where's Gonzo Training located at? Gonzo Training is in Paramus when it's open. When the, when the governor allows us to get back into the gym, it's um, it's Twenty Powers Drive, um, Paramus, New Jersey. It's right off Seventeen, right by the, uh, next to the Container Store and the Starbucks. That block right there, Powers, and the front of the building is Twenty Powers Drive. It's a new pathway. The entrance is on our side door. Nice. Seven seven forty five walk ins are permitted. They're more than welcome to come. And um, eight o'clock sharp we start. Eight to nine thirty. How can Those how can times. people reach you? Uh, Facebook, right? Facebook at Pete Gonzalez. Or? Yeah, my nephew put uh, Gonzo Gonzo Training dot org. Lewis is uh, you know does, has done that to me. And puts everything uh, on there. My sister puts everything on there and the cancellations and stuff like that. All right, before we let you go, you have anything you want to say to the youth, to the kids today? Yeah, you know, don't don't find excuses not to work out. Find find this time. This time right now is the best time for you to get personal with yourself and and um, your, your inner spirit. Make your inner spirit stronger, mentally stronger, and convince yourself that you you, you can do anything you want to do. Everything that yeah, everything's capable if you can imagine it. Just imagine it and dream of it. Can become maybe one day it'll become your reality. Absolutely. I wish you luck. Hey, thanks a lot for uh, doing this for us. Anthony, you want to say You're something? Welcome. I got to give Pete a big shout out before I let you go. You know, Pete was my coach in high school for four years, assistant coach. I was so lucky to have him because he wasn't coaching there before. And that was his last year coaching yeah. when I was done wrestling. So I was there yeah. for four years. He was there for four years. But, you know. Great, 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 great uh, memories, great stuff. Great times, man. I couldn't have done it without you. Definitely couldn't have won states without you. Couldn't. Couldn't have become Thank the wrestler you. I became. I never even. I told you and Lewis I, once I got there. Because now you guys have two state champions. Both of you guys will be state champions, and it happened. And, and it's not just speaking it. it was, we put a lot of work into it. And um, you, you know, you guys were great listeners. Great listeners. Yeah, give me a great listener, and I make I make you a state champ. Yeah. And, and you know, 
it's, uh, it's a great journey. And people thought I was going to leave after Lewis transferred out. And I said, no, I'm not leaving for control. No, no way. And that's, uh, that's how much, that's, that's, that's how much my brother and myself, um, even Harrison, no, you can't leave him. He needs you. You know what I mean? At least, you know, I can be with my nephew anytime I want. You know what I mean? So, um, but we weren't going to leave you. We weren't going to leave you because you want to, we're on a mission. Both of you guys did very well and both guys won it together. And, um, and people, people wondered about that. Wow. Why, why would you leave your nephew still stay coach Anthony? Because loyalty, commitment, wrestling taught me how to be loyal. I'd be committed to, to family and friends and people to my sport. That's important. And hopefully all my wrestlers, Hopefully all my wrestlers I ever trained before now are doing training. Hopefully they're committed and loyal and committed to their kids. And, and you know, you sacrifice yourself for your kids. That's, that's what you should do. You know? Yeah, of course. Anyway, it's all worth it for me. Yeah. Thank you, Nelson. Hey, no it. problem. Petey, great speaking to you. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming into the Animal House podcast. I'm sure we'll see you oh, soon. Oh, I'm loving the name, Animal House. Whoa! Of course, buddy. You know how we do it. Got me jacked up now. Of I'm about course. to make a t-shirt. I got you one coming soon. Don't worry about it, buddy. But uh, okay. hey, once the weather breaks and we're allowed out, we'll get on the bikes. You know? Yeah. And I'm definitely, definitely. I actually went to go, uh, fix, I went to go get my bike uh, service uh, the other day, and it's closed. I'm definitely, definitely going to have you back on here again as a guest when we go over the great district that used to be at North Bergen. District yep. 6, we're going to talk about yeah. that and all the history there. But we appreciate definitely, it. Definitely. Stay safe. Thank you. And I'll speak to you all soon, right, buddy. You keep doing all great right. things. All right. I'm later. Okay. See ya. See you later, Anthony. See ya, Pete. Check out my boy's band, Me With Creeps. You can catch them on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music. Thanks for listening to the Animal House Podcast. Hey.